What's up, everyone? My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you so much for tuning in to another fun-filled episode of Black Girl Brunch. Yes. <laughs> and um, I feel like this ha- I feel like I'm having deja vu. Um, so I'm going to sound a little funny in this episode because I lost my voice and I'm slowly getting it back. Tell them how you lost your voice. Tell them what you did. I didn't do anything. So I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I really woke up and I couldn't talk. <laughs> I know your face though. You, I didn't do. I didn't do anything to deserve this. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? No. Um. Yeah, your voice definitely sound weird, but it's like it's kind of cool for like it's like a good radio voice, like an ashy voice. Well, enjoy it now because it's going away. Hopefully. What the fuck? <laughs> you don't know. You might sound like that forever. No, that's so creepy. I know, especially if you don't have like. No warning that your voice is going to change forever. Yeah, but I feel like this always happens to me. I always lose my voice. I've never heard you lose your voice in our friendship. You always you you said this. She was like, I, I lose my voice all the time. I'm like, when? Yeah, I do. Like so I, I've never heard you lose your voice. I lost my voice when I was in college. Lost it in high school before. It's not like always though. <laughs> like Trust always mean like 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 it happened a few times a year. Like I knew this one girl. She would like have to always keep a recall out on deck because she would just lose her voice all of a sudden. See, that's what you make it like. I'm like, yo, you you don't you yeah, don't get I your feel voice. Like that's like I feel like that's too much. Like losing it like in a season. I know it's very weird. But uh, okay, let's talk about our goals for this week um, or that we accomplished recently. So I um I took time off um for this upcoming month and I'm going out of the country for the first time because nice. I got my passport. Me and Peter are going to Canada. Ooh, because I thought it would be funny. Yeah, that's what that sounds like a movie. Me and Peter are going to Canada. Yeah, tune yeah. in rated R. Rated mature, but um, yeah, that's a good goal. Uh, my goal has been like I've just I didn't even realize I mentioned this, but I've been taking two very important medications and they've been helping me a lot. So, yeah, I've been taking my antidepressants. It was the first time I got on them because I've shared on air before. Like I was like shunned uh, from from using them as a kid, Mm -hmm. so I had like this weird stigma towards them all grown like all my adulthood mm-hmm. and I finally kind of just was like yo I'm grown as fuck I pay my own bills I don't have to really listen to what was told to me when I was 17 yeah. I could just do whatever I want despite what like my and parents what's best said for you. what's best for me and I feel really I've, I've been using them for like a month now and I feel a lot better um and I've been taking um, my birth control because yes I just like just, just outside of you know controlling birth <laughs> it's really just been helping me um and my cramps and stuff like that. Yeah, they do That's suggest a big it. thing that people just forget about with birth control. So yeah, they do suggest it for that. Yeah, so it's been I've just been feeling a lot better mentally and physically, and yeah, highly suggest getting medicated if you need it. <laughs> don't wait Period. until you almost you know don't feel like yourself. Exactly. If you can, just you know, take the step. So, all right, fade four for this week. We're talking four songs that make us happy because it's spring and this weather makes me so happy. So, you first. So, um, one of my favorite songs is Someone to Call My Lover, Janet Jackson. That song is so sparkly, like, cling, Mm. cling. Like, I think it's just so cute. That song makes me happy. Um, Another song, I forgot the name of the artist, but it's called Brand New Key. And um, it was on, you saw Boogie Nights, right? Uh huh. So it's a part when um when Roller Girl 
um, she like is roller skating and then they like play that song. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just so cute. And then I didn't realize that the song is about um, sex. Um, the artist is named Melanie. It's called Brand New Key by Melanie. Um, it's like an old 70s song. And it's like a cutesy song about um, a roller skating. But it's about that sounds uh, so fun. sex. Yeah, but I'll play it in the car too. Yeah. Okay. Um, another cute. See, I'm looking at my list and I'm like, I really love cute, like sparkly songs. Me too. So um, another one is Sweet Tooth by the City Girls. Um, I love a video. I'm glad they made a video for it. And it's about, again, sex. But it's like <laughs> relating to candy. And like, it's just, I think it's just so. I gotta, I like, gotta hear cute. that one. So I, Which album was it on? It's on period. Okay. So I love Sweet Tooth. Um, also, so the last one is if you, if anybody knows me, if you are close to me, you know, this is my all time fucking favorite Beyonce song video is fucking check up on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> no, if you close to me, you know that that is my favorite. That is just like, that is just my favorite moment. My favorite video, my favorite fucking song. Yes. Like, it I love high it. school. So, <laughs> <laughs> I remember you used to be doing that shit in class. Like if you got it. On it, I'm like with the live works. version, the live version in a chair, in so, like that. Just it just means so much to me because like pink is like one of my favorite colors. And when I was younger, I used to pretend that I hated pink because I wanted to reject everything that was feminine because like you know internalized misogyny. Then when I saw that video and just seeing everything, it was it just changed it everything out. for me. And it just was like. I'm okay with being a girly girl like that video. It just means so much to me. Like I just love it so much. The oh, yeah. looks, the suit, the and I feel like it's so underrated. It, it, it is because even the video. Um, because you know I always watch videos on my TV. The video I don't even think it's available like in HD. Oh wow! Because it's it's just so so good. Underrated. It's yeah. such a good ass song. Yes. All right. So my um. First one is gonna be "Honey" by Mariah Carey. Such a that's a pretty sparkly song. <sighs> that song just puts me in a space that I, I just I can't really. I want people to when they hear "Honey" to think of me. Like I want I, if I, a, I want a song in my identity to be one. And if I had to pick one, it would definitely be that. Like I also mentioned um, before that when I found out my mom went to go have my little brother. A uh, honey was playing on the TV, oh, yeah. so I think I always associate like such a really exciting moment with that song, and it's just so the video was good. Mariah Carey is just so playful. She has stuck to the sailor theme every time she performs this song. It's been twenty one years. This is twenty one years. It's been twenty one years because wow. my little brother was born. Twenty one years ago, oh, yeah. soon to be twenty two. Oh, so it's God. it's just amazing. Um, it's a timeless song. Next is a song called "The Heat" by Tony Braxton, and it's just so. Do I know playful. that song? She's like, "The heat is moving through your body." Yeah, I do know that song. <laughs> yeah, you really love Tony Braxton, <laughs> and I like at the end. She's like, "Does anyone want some ice cream?" <laughs> It's so random. She goes, does anyone want, or does she go, does anyone want a popsicle? It's like one of those. It's like, it's like really, really like early 2000s flirty. Like, does anyone want ice cream? 
fucking love that song because again, <laughs> it's about the heat and being naked, and it's just like, oh, amazing. Next, more money, more problems. Mace, Biggie, all the bad boys. Like I said, I swear to myself, I that song reminds me of cookout season it really is. because when I was like that song reminded me of like when I was a kid, like I was like in a circle dancing and adults was like, <laughs> get a girl, and I vowed. Soon as I get a car, that's going to be the first song I play. I had a CD burnt because my car was too old to have the little USB, little aux cord thing. I blasted that shit when I first got my car. It just puts me in a good mood. It's instant summertime feels, instant springtime feels. Um, and the final song, it actually, the original song is Electric Feels um, by MGMT, but I like the Frank uh, Ocean version called Nature Feels. Oh, he he covered it? Yeah. Well, he, he sampled it. Yeah, he sampled it. Yeah. Um, and he's just like making love underneath the cherry trees. Like, tell me how your nature, like, it's just, he's talking about like making love in the garden. And it's just so beautiful and raunchy it's just and it was like one my intro to freak ocean <laughs> like that was the song that was like okay who is this guy instant obsession so i just i love the song love the beat i love the original and i love frank ocean's yeah, version that shit goes off <laughs> okay like something about the melody is just so sweet like it's so i want to go buy that cd when it was a it was um the CD store. It just closed down to um, called Repo Records down South Street. And I was in high school. And that's when you had to, like, to order the pre-order CD. You had to call the CD oh, store. God. And then you had to go down there in person and pick so it quickly. up. quickly. Thank God, what, though. That sounds like a lot of drama. I know. That's what I did after school. That shit. Oh, my God. So good. But, all right. That's our fade for for this week. Really quick, we're just going to do um, a toast. And this week, we're toasting to Brittany Cooper. Now, Brittany, she is an author. She is a... Um <laughs> She's a professor, and we're toasting to her because uh, recently she, uh, there's a clip like kind of floating around on her, of her on the internet, just kind of discussing how white women can weaponize their tears, and how sometimes uh, when there are situations like with the Brett Kavanaugh and this accuser came forward and was seeking justice, mm -hmm. and her white tears weren't enough. It just kind of shows how, like, when white women, even though this woman directly may not have voted for Trump, mm -hmm. but as collectively, mm -hmm. when you guys support Trump, but then try to, you know, fight against patriarchy, no. Once you flirt with uh, white supremacy, mm -hmm. it's over for you, too, because you kind of invite patriarchy in. Mm -hmm. So I just think she was cool. Based on that, I decided to do more research, and I saw that she actually... Um, does research on women organizations, black women intellectuals, hip-hop feminism. And, yeah, definitely follow her on Twitter. She's, like, hilarious and very insightful. Her name is Professor Crunk. So, <laughs> got to love that. Crunk spelled C-R-U-N-K. Professor Crunk. So, love that. All right, moving on into tea time. And we're just... Honestly, we're going to talk about Beyonce. We have to talk about it immediately. She did a lot in these past few days. She's done so <laughs> much. I, I'm be honest with you. I'm overwhelmed. Like I don't know where to start. And I'm just like I was thinking about it today. I'm like I just love the fact that like I know like the hive jokes and stuff. How she like recycles stuff, but that's how your work becomes legendary. Like she doesn't just like microwavable music. She doesn't just heat something up and it's just this is good for this moment. Yeah. Pump out, pump out, pump out. She really lets us appreciate it in so 
many different, different ways. ways. Like, it's some songs of hers that I really love the live version of, and it's some songs that I really love the studio version. Mm-hmm. And it's some songs I'm like, oh, like this, like exclusive cut of it, or whatever, like this, the acoustic version. Exactly. Like, I love this. So she really, like, she. It's like my music, this is gonna last. It's not something that is temporary. It's not hot pan, like flash. Like this is something that has longevity. Yeah. And a lot of people, they don't do that at all. They don't know how to re they don't know how to make their music any better. (laughs) Exactly. And that's how I'm able to know, you know, like I feel like I'm trying to think there's probably I mean, there might be one Beyonce song that I don't know. That one that she did in um, Spanish. Oh, uh, recent. Yeah. I know that. But, yeah, that, but I get there's you. so, I know almost all of her songs because she let me. She yeah. let me have that time with her music um, slowly. It wasn't she didn't like, throw it away. Exactly. She don't throw her music away. Exactly. She does not. And I'm like kind of tired of that. Like how, because I remember when I was obsessed with um, Nicki Minaj uh, in high school, I knew everything. I knew all the mixtapes. I was on it. And then when she just got really big, I couldn't keep up. Yeah. And I just felt like I was like, as a fan, I'm like, what the fuck? I can't have a job and be, <laughs> you know, a barb. And I can't like you know it was just so much i didn't get the chance to like stay with it but i it might be probably different when you like a rapper yeah but it's just like you know it's, and like i love rihanna but sometimes i just miss i miss a lot of uh no she does it but i miss a lot of the stuff from like good girl going bad like i kind of wish she revisited mm-hmm. as as she's growing her career like i just miss it like i would just listen to ps i'm still not over you which is like before um like good girl going bad mm-hmm. and i just i really really just want to hear her perform that because the thing is when you grow with your music you it is delivered differently it means different things like crazy in love is no longer about being like love struck over like a guy crazy in love is just like so much she could have just been like you know what 2003 i gave y'all a hit it was decent i'm gonna perform it the exact same what no we all know that she has performed Crazy in Love so many different ways in Homecoming. Because she didn't perform it how she usually do at Homecoming. No. She, like, mixed it in with, like, back that ass up. Then she, like, slowed it down and then picked up right. But it, it was a May. And she didn't do that because everybody knows when she performed Blah, she go, oh, oh. She didn't do that. Yeah. Wow. And like even that, like there's been a journey from how that has gone. Like yeah. um, somebody did a clip from her like doing that like long run in 2003 mm-hmm. to doing it recently. And it's become stronger. And I was watching her first like BET performance as a solo artist in 2003 and one Beyonce came out on stage like a wild ass animal let me reminded me that at that time none of the girls were doing what she was doing they still not they're still not but at least they try now now they like the standard is set like you have to sing dance all the other things but she came on the stage like a wild animal and back then if somebody gave me her performance back then, right now, it would be enough. So the fact that she continues to top herself is outstanding to me. But, like, this documentary and just seeing my fave change and realize, like, yo, I've grown up with Beyonce because I've been watching her since she was, like, guest starring on fucking Smart Guy. Like, that probably was a big opportunity for Beyonce at the That's time. So like, crazy. she was a love interest in freaking uh, Fighting Temptations yep. and all the Carmen and the hip hopper, all these things. And, like, now, Beyonce is something unattainable to mm-hmm. like 
a VH1 movie or like a sitcom. She is so, I wouldn't have even guessed that she could be this big. Mm-hmm. But like just watching her really be transparent about how motherhood has impacted just her identity. Like mm-hmm. it's really, really hard to be yourself mm-hmm. and get back to yourself when you aren't even that person anymore. Yeah. So understanding like homecoming, like returning back to home for her meant becoming a new woman. Mm-hmm. I I didn't go into that documentary understanding what homecoming meant other than like, oh, like it's just a it's a salute to the uh HBCUs. HBCUs. And as one of her dancers was explaining Homecoming for every university, but especially for HBCUs, is about linking up with the crew. And it's about the excitement of wondering if this time is going to top last time. Mm -hmm. And that's what we all were thinking, like, when Beyonce was sitting on stage, like, damn, three kids? You know, babies, is she able to do it? And she absolutely did. This was like, this would be a dream homecoming, Mm -hmm. like, if you were actually, you know, in school. Yeah. And just discussing how Destiny Child was her college. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, and how if she would have went to school, it would have been that HBCU. Kind of just living her dreams out. It, it was just it was just amazing. I love I love Beyonce. Sorry. Love her. And also, I wrote this down. One of my favorite things um, that I heard in a documentary is um, where I think it was Maya Angelou, right? Quoting mm-hmm. over, um, like speaking over, uh, well, reciting a poem or... I don't know what she was saying, but I really liked that she said to uh, tell the truth. Like that really stood out to me because, like, when you think about it, you really can't grow as a person if you don't tell the truth. No, you can't. You can't. So I was like, "Whew!" When I heard that, I was like, "Whoa!" And I like that, and that that also kind of goes with my favorite quote of the documentary, which this is why people don't like to rehearse because it humbles you. Yeah, and that's the truth too. Like you, don't, a lot of people don't want to rehearse because it would mean kind of magnifying what they're bad at. I don't understand and, how people don't rehearse. No, that would give me so much anxiety, just so much anxiety. But I'm that person. Like I'm okay with being frustrated and getting it wrong a lot of times because when I stand in front of you, I want to be able to look you in the eyes and know that I deserve to be standing where I am. So yeah. I just love that Beyonce is like all about rehearsing and being like, oh no, one day I'll actually be able to do Soul Cycle, then rehearse, and then just very inspirational. And especially like while I'm on my continued fitness journey, just hearing her, it's like I have no excuse. I don't have three kids. Like I, I should be able to do this. Like I know I have a job, but so does she. Like it's just and her job is a lot more around the clock than mine is. But um, yeah, it was just amazing. So the documentary wasn't enough. She then dropped the Homecoming actual album. So I needed that because a lot of times, like, I sing, we sing the live version of things anyway. Yeah. So, like, uh, and it's, this was so good. Like, we have so many great, like, live versions on this uh album also she get uh the before i let go challenge is going on yeah that was so unexpected well i saw i think i was watching tmz earlier and i don't know his name but it's a guy who started it he like he just made a video of him and his friend dancing and then that's when beyonce posted like the before i let go because at first i'm like beyonce posting a Insta story what like the what? fuck is happening and then I just saw people dancing. I was like, wow. And they really fucking killed it. I'm like, first of all, Beyonce fans are extraordinary. They are. And you have to be extraordinary because you had to wait. 
on your shoulders of like you know your queen and they exactly. really was fucking killing it we are so talented the hive is compromised of the most talented people it's in the world true. And i say also, that confidently me too and also the hive is has no haters i feel like because mm-hmm. how why would you hate when you know your favorite is the greatest exactly exactly and I just want to, speaking of haters, want to take some time to adjust, <laughs> like, to just say something. I'm not going to dedicate a lot of time to haters because they are irrational. But all I'm going to say is I wouldn't trust a Beyonce hater around my food. I wouldn't trust them um, around me because that's a person who doesn't enjoy good things exactly. and wants to ruin great things. So I'm like, you, if you got somebody in your life that hate Beyonce, don't get mad. If they express to you that they hate Beyonce and you still allow them in their life and they fuck you over... Don't be mad because it was all there. The signs were there. Here's a black woman Mm -hmm. who is humble, who is giving, who is hardworking, who stays in her lane, who is drama free, who is critical of herself, who loves her children, who loves her husband, who loves her family, who loves her fans, who is beautiful on the inside and out. You have absolutely no reason to hate on her, but you find it. You'll hate anybody. You'll hate on anything. You you and your mm. judgment is just off. You just yeah, and you just want to hate something because it's popular. So the moment you start winning, they're gonna hate you too because you're po- now it's you know period it's popular. So I would say I, I'm so happy that I don't have any Beyonce haters in my circle, but um for y'all for y'all who do, <laughs> like I would definitely call the cops if I were you. And that's it. I would definitely call the police on her. Um yeah, and then Lemonade was finally dropped on all streaming services. Yeah, cause but I've been headed, you brokies. Wow. Well, I had title, <laughs> so I wasn't even. Oh, you on... still you still have title? No, I said oh. I had title. Uh-huh. Yeah, I had title. I, I was listening like, to it there, but then no, nah, I don't. I mean, I, every streaming thing that I <laughs> no, have I right cracked. now, I needed to fucking listen to. It. I bought that shit. I said I gotta have it. But even for the people who bought it, you guys still got something new. Exactly the sorry demo, and I'm so happy because at first I'm like, all right, like everybody, I felt like that picture of Squidward like looking in the window. I'm like damn like no I'm not excited because I already had it but then I was like oh the sorry demo that shit was so good it was so fucking good I do love the original sorry but I really am happy she gave us but when she said me and my daughter going ahead she said daughter yeah she said me and my water is about to daughter because like in the original well not original the lemonade version yeah the studio version me and my baby she yeah me and my baby so like i when i heard that i was thinking that she was like that was a process of forgiveness like her baby was also jay-z she was Mm -hmm. saying that's how i took it oh i always took it as a child but um when she said daughter, it's solidified. I it's very like, grown yeah. to say, me and my daughter, we going to be, because it makes it personal. Like, yeah. me and my child are fine. And her mention, because he mentioned that he was, she was, he was chasing her around the world. And she was, like, almost bragging about it. Like, you could chase me around the world, but I'm still, like, I left a note in the hallway. I said that I was done, so I don't know why the fuck you follow me. <laughs> Bitch, like, I'm about to get your passport taken away. Like, I don't know. So I thought that, like, that just it addressed so much. It was very personal. Yeah. And I love I loved and it. And I also, like, I think it's cool that we knew none of this until she made us a, a CD. Yeah. Y'all should really take note. Yeah. She really called him Big Homie. <laughs> big Homie needs to grow up. <laughs> he is a big fucking dork. Yeah. Like, that shit is so funny to me. It was something else about that version that I thought was just so Because she kept funny. On repeating something, yeah. It was, um, 
It was like me and my water is about to stroll up. But it was like something different. Something um, at the back door. No, it's not that. The actual breakdown is kind of different and not yeah. included. Yeah, that yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. That part I really like. It's just like, Beyonce, what else do you not give us access to? Because, you know, Rim by Ariana Grande was originally like a Beyonce song. Yeah. <sighs> so I just, I love her. And I, I I think we spent an appropriate amount of time talking about it, but I could definitely go on forever. Definitely. Same. So, um, Little Yachty is the third city girl, <laughs> if you haven't known. Period, Pooh. <laughs> He's the third city girl. He's a city girl from the three and five. <laughs> like, thick as shit. That's but crazy I think to that's me. so... And I love... The thing I love the most is the fact that he said, I just thought like them. And I'm like, he really a thoughtful-ass nigga. Like, he really listened to what a bitch got to say. Yep. So, um, <laughs> Lil Yachty wrote all of City Girls uh, Act Up, ex- with an exception of JT's final verse. Mm-hmm. Um... Which is outstanding to me that someone else can write your entire song, but we're gonna leave that where it is, um, because it's, it's it slaps and the delivery is good. part of what exactly. makes it like it's like you couldn't because first of all, Young Miami say, and I'm looking at your Nick girl, yes, like, her look at your Nick girl, <laughs> like, that's different. The deli- so that as a team, it was an amazing effort. It's just, I ain't got time for you fake assholes. Like it's like, just the- different. It's different because it's them. Like because I'm thinking about like if Cardi B sung act up. It would be like, okay, cute. Mm-hmm. Or if Nicki Minaj would have sung it. Actually, I think it would have slept really hard if Nicki Minaj, because she's very yeah. animated too. Yeah. So if like he would have wrote that song for her, I think it would have been But they really just believe good. in that lifestyle. Exactly. It's come from their fucking heart. Like, what did she say? Your little sister want to look like me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking little Yachty wrote that. Stripes on my ass. Like, are you kidding? Like, I, and also, this is just more proof that we need to protect Lil Yachty at all costs. Because I love Lil, Lil Yachty. Yachty is who we thought Kodak Black was. Definitely okay, wasn't. Lil Yachty is who Lil, Lil Yachty and Lil Uzi Vert. They mind their business. They just create. They stay out the way, and like they're not promoting anything that is dangerous. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what First I of all, with them. Shout out to Lil Yachty, Edge Lord. He does not smoke or yeah. drink. And he stick it. to it. He in that lifestyle and he really stick to it. I think Tyler the Creator is the same way. I yeah. really appreciate and people still, like that. And Lil Yachty, he always, he really want a girl to settle down with to share his wealth with. I was about to volunteer, but then I was like, you know what? Nah, he's it's he's not, very young. It's just not for everybody either. And that's just, I just, I love him. I'll keep it I do. That. I love him. Minnesota, when Minnesota came out, or when I first heard it, because I heard it before, like after a while. Yeah, that shit's like. That shit is so Minnesota is a song that you know add that to my list songs that make me uh really really happy but he said when it came out people were so shocked and they didn't believe I wrote the whole song with the exception of JT um verse he says I just thought like them I know them personally and I know what women like to hear I was like what's just some raunchy shit so before I went to the booth I said no homo y'all which is whatever he said all my boys was in that room and i started saying crazy shit but i came out and i was like y'all watch this about to blow up that is crazy because lo yadi also has a funny voice so i can't really picture him but i would kill for the footage if someone has it he sound like me he he sound like his name is earl for, for sure it probably is who knows but his name miles miles is such a cool 
love I love little Yachty. Me too. I, I love Miles. I just want to squeeze his cheeks. Yes. That's like, you know how sometimes people be like, that's bro. I feel like that's really my bro. I really love him. I love you, little Yachty. Yeah, he's always so positive. Everyone hate loves it except for Joe Budden, but that's He's just a mean ass, crunchy ass abuser. Crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Game of Thrones, very slow episode. Very slow, but everybody, boom, boom, everybody going to die. Where is that from? Wasn't it? Kevin Hart. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, Kevin Hart, yep. Pound, pound, everybody. Everybody going to die. That's how I feel about Game of Thrones. They was like, everywhere we look, everywhere so hard. Niggas was like Cheerfully Hiya Hiya Bob out there And you're all alone It's like hi Would you happen to have Any Valerian still I can borrow Everybody was way too kind Like but you know what I was so fucking Frustrated Watching it Cause I wanted It was called The better The better The battle of Winterfell So I'm But was it the battle Part one I don't it wasn't the battle at all. It was the preparation of, for the battle of Winterfell. However, I think in hindsight once the season is over, we're going to really appreciate this episode. We're going to really appreciate this final look at all of our characters in a happy place because who's to say that Niggas anybody was, will ever be happy again? They was looking over their shoulders smiling. Yes. Thumbs up drinking and beer and shit. Oh, Arya gave up the the yams to Gendry. That was like absolutely insane. I didn't expect that. Like, I thought that their love story was going to progress a little bit slower. And then like they was going to kiss while one of them died, like in the battlefield. She said, I bet your little sister she said, a girl has, <laughs> she said, a girl has no throat. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Damn. Like she was like on his ass. And I appreciate it. Like I respect that. Like I really respect that. Like Arya is goals. That's who I'm trying to be in 2019. Like that forward. Yeah, she really a badass bitch, bad attitude. Ugh, so um Brienne was finally a uh, knight, which I thought Sorry, she was. That's funny, but like I would think about how she was like smiling and crying. I'm like, yo, that bitch going clap, Brienne. <laughs> yeah. The first to fucking go. <laughs> No, <laughs> whenever time, whenever in Game of Thrones, you like, oh, this is a happy moment. You like, damn, she getting decapitated, huh? She was like, really, guys, me a knight? She was like, <laughs> she started crying. Well, like, her nose was flaring up, like, and a vein was popping out her forehead. But like, you be smiling because you like, I did it, I did it, you did it. You like, damn, the knight can't come up for her ass first. first. He go my first thing first. I'm the realist. <laughs> That shit could go she, right through her chest. That's sad, though. And then Jamie go like, no! <laughs> oh, 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 Yeah, but you know what? Somebody was like, oh, Brienne. Somebody was like, hmm, sounds like a character arc. <laughs> sounds yeah. like her storyline is coming to an end. That shit Seems complete. like she's done everything she was supposed to do. She has done everything. Brienne is going to die. However, she's going to take somebody out. <laughs> and it's fine, because at the end, the, the only people that I'm expecting to live... It's John, Khaleesi, and maybe Arya. I only think John and Arya. I, I think Khaleesi. I don't think Khaleesi. She got had a baby. She do. I think Khaleesi is going to try to kill John. He was like, what the fuck? And they going to try to fight back. I think that, I don't think that her, re- okay, so John revealed that his name was like Egon or whatever the hell, his real name, and told, I she could like, still had a baby, but she also could still die. Not this quick. And we're not. Wait, gonna, is she pregnant? I think so. 
You want everybody to be pregnant. I don't want there to be. I just think that it makes sense. Like, wait, it's only 67 episodes of Game of Thrones. I feel like I've been watching it my whole fucking life. <laughs> but the thing is, the fuck? I, I felt like Khaleesi was upset when she found out about John, but I don't think that she seemed very. I mean, maybe because the White Walkers were like standing directly but behind But also, the th- when that bitch said, All my life, I've known that throne. Oh, that's yeah. something to fight about. And you will know it just next to me. You won't be, you may not be, maybe we can switch shit up. I don't like, think she won't But I thought it was funny because someone on Twitter was like, how was it not your first thought that like, oh shit, I'm fucking my nephew. The first thought was like, so you actually have the rightful. <laughs> it's like, yo. I told, that's all she think about is the fucking throne. She don't even fucking, she probably like, what is his real name? Because you know what's crazy? Her whole life she has been taught about how she's been robbed. So I understand yeah. that her identity is based around it, but it's like, sis, let up. Like, come on. Tormund is dying. Um, Brand is definitely gotta die because I think he is like, he the reason why shit fucked up now. He can't die. He cannot. Um, Damn. Wikipedia is stingy as shit. Samwell's dying. Uh, oh, God. The Sam hound's was... dying. Like, everybody's dying next episode. So I'm so, you know, even oh, I was very impatient. people are definitely go. Oh, no, never mind. I thought I saw something. People were impatient this week, but you know what? We're going to appreciate this because, you know. True. And I can't wait for Cersei to die, too. <sighs> My queen. It's gonna be funny, whatever way this, they choose. To they let her really die. stingy as shit on Wikipedia. I thought they was gonna tell the time. <laughs> Somebody was saying that they think Masande is evil. Oh, because <laughs> somebody said I knew she wasn't right when um she let that white woman play in her hair. <laughs> <laughs> or because um, that's gonna Not blow Khaleesi, my fucking wig. But back. that white woman. <laughs> That's going to blow my fucking wig back. If Masande is actually like connected. Because the reason why is because Davos was saying like, oh, where are you from? And she said where she's from. Um, And then um, he was like, oh, I don't recognize your accent. Like something like that. Hmm. And she's been next to Khaleesi the whole time. So (laughs) the plans is becoming unfoiled. I hope she's not evil. though. I hope her and Grey Worm can move to Atlanta the way they decide to. Like after the war and stuff is over, because they need to be somewhere warm. Because them, when them dirty ass white kids had a nerve to be racist, I'm like, ain't this some shit? You ain't got nothing, and you really gonna be racist towards her? Like how? Yeah. Uh. All right. So that's Game of Thrones. Um, Jordan Woods actually made a statement about the whole uh Kardashian situation. Um, she actually hasn't talked about it since she made that um did that interview with Jada in March but she was on a panel she's a new woman and someone asked her about it African woman she said my little sister was bullied in school and I wanted to show her that I was bullied by the world I understood for the first time what it was like to be a black woman in a society how we can be so disrespected and nobody can really understand to the extent until you have to live it so of course like you know a lot of people picked out that uh that I was going to say that verse, they picked out that quote where she was like, for the first time I felt like I, I've discovered what it was like to be a black woman. But I definitely think what she meant was for the, like maybe she could have meant like her privilege has kept her from really, really suffering from racism. Mm-hmm. But for the first time she saw the, the worst, the most extreme case of what it can be like as a black woman. Shit. Cause 
Um, like I know you too. Like we've experienced like microaggression. Yeah. But somebody like flat out like if somebody flat out called me a fucking nigger, I'm gonna be like, damn. Yeah. For uh, the first time, I felt like what it was like to be a truly disrespected black woman. And like there are moments where people they they remind me that I'm black in a way that's so aggressive that it definitely feels different from like you said when people are like, I want to be your complexion when I get tan. That's definitely annoying. But when somebody is like, when you know that somebody is being harder on you or you're losing an opportunity or like everybody's being less forgiving of you because you're black, but there's no way for you to really prove it. That's really a hurt piece for the first time, especially being so young. And being so sheltered to feel that is is intense. Yeah. So um, I'm happy that she's doing well. And I'm so happy she didn't feed into any of that drama. Because anybody else would have really, really used that to, you know, I'm, I'm, even if it were me. I would have been doing an active challenge live. I would have been on, what's that fucking Chrissy Teigen show? <laughs> um, uh, the lip sync like, battle? I would have been like, lip sync in that song. Yes. Like They're like, oh. Look at that. I'm like, yeah, this shit. Oh, but Chrissy Teigen went a lot of it. She be sucking on the Kardashian clits. I feel like she would be like, fair. Fair game. But um, I do hate that about her and John that they are even... Sucking on the Kardashian clits. On their teats. But uh, I, I do... Uh, I would have been so much more petty because, bitch, don't talk about me after I go... If I try to be... Uh, like cordial and I go on like I talk to my auntie Jada about my accountability even though I didn't do shit wrong and then you like you liar okay all hell would have broke loose I'd have been Twitter fingers Instagram fingers everything people are not like she really was like high key a victim she was a big victim that fucking pervert kissed her while she was intoxicated exactly nobody's discussing and nobody bullied him Exactly, and also like he don't want to take care of his fucking kids. He wanna, he might want to take care of the kids. He just don't want to be with you. T. Yeah, I feel like he don't have any problem raising his children. I just separately. Yeah, I'm gonna say, and also like the thing that annoyed me the fucking most about this fucking case <laughs> is that. <laughs> And at this point, it's a fucking case. The thing that annoyed me the fucking most is the fact that how she don't see that he don't fucking want. The thing is, y'all had sex and went too far. And you got and pregnant. You got pregnant. And you, got the, and you and can afford this child. You and can you struggle. So you should be, you should, this is a blessing. Exactly. But he this is not part of the blessing. He don't want, he gave you what you wanted the most. As a child, he don't fuck with you, dog. Take like, notes from Hollyberry. Get the exactly, baby and go. Exactly. Like seeing that, it was so fucking cringy seeing that fucking video of her like touching him like in a club. Like he did something and she made a face like, cause he didn't want to be fucking touched. Yeah, she was like trying to like twerk on him and he wasn't paying no attention. And she turned around and realized he was holding a whole different conversation with somebody else it was very embarrassing and even recently she was on twitter like i mean he is a good child he is a good father like okay that's the bare ass minimal also i want what i want a lot of celebrity couples to do is let me live my life (laughs) get me out of here like that's how i feel that's how i feel when like fucking cardi being offset be fucking in public and kardashian Chloe talking the shit about her. I'm like, leave me alone. I just clocked out. Like, I am on my break. All of y'all are muted. Why do I know? I don't yeah. want this. Yeah. Leave me alone. It's fine. I don't want to be in your relationship. I know. It's fine. You could have kept it to yourself. You could have kept it to yourself. Just share pictures of the fucking baby. That's all we want to see is true. We just want to see the fucking baby. We just want to see true. 
um, and culture. That's it. We don't need Period. anything else. Um, so breakups and break-ins real quick. So Adele is separating from her husband. And I hate to make jokes, like, or not jokes, but, like, be insensitive. But we do know some fire music is coming. Because that certain artists thrive when they're hurt. Mary <laughs> J. Blige and Adele are the the presidents of that committee True. and i'm not happy that she's divorced i because hello was so good i like, didn't know that they were together for seven years me neither. that's a very long time that's but a long um time. her husband's name is simon konecki that's everybody's name in england yep so true i feel like everybody got necky in there no i feel like everybody named simon <laughs> I feel like that's their version. I'm of, like no um, neck yeah, Kaneki. Like what's what's a popular American name? Like fucking George. Um, <laughs> you know, like, I feel like George is definitely popular. I don't know why that made me like Prince George. Yeah, but I okay. feel like over here it's like um like Connor. The, Connor, yes, or like Br- Brett. Simon is a is the English Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simon is definitely the English Connor. But uh, they have a son named Angelo, and I'm sure that they're going to, you know, do things to work that out. How old is her son? Like four? Um, I, oh, I was about to say, he's probably like 12, but he's definitely not 12 years old. He probably, Yeah, I think you're right. I think he's like five years old. That is one private woman with her child, and I love it. I don't even know what the fuck her nope. kid look like. So her and Carrie Washington kids, like, and Zosa Donna. That's so decent. certain people who can just be such big A-listers and can really, really keep their children's identity. And for real, for real, Beyonce might be lying and the twins might be really fucking five now. But And also, I feel like Beyonce wants to live like Adele, but no one will let allow her to. <laughs> like, no one will allow her to be private as she wants to but be. But also, like, Beyonce is... I feel like if she's a regular person, she'd be a scrapbooker. And she yeah. would have a scrapbook club. Mm-hmm. And she would go to the club and show the, the scrapbook, like, this is my family time. Yeah. But you still don't know a lot about her. You just see the pictures. Exactly. She and knows what's appropriate to share. And that's exactly. Why she's a scrapbooker. And she loves to show, like, moments. the piece. Yeah, moments. She's a moments girl. Beyonce energizes me because she don't give us her, she don't dump her shit on us. Yeah. And, and that's what I like that's about it. That's the her. thing. I don't like when y'all dump, even the thing with Adele, I'm I'm like, oh, that's really sad. Like, she didn't dump that on us. No. Like, I guess she, like, you know, made a public announcement because they might be invited yeah, to. Yeah, they might, And they've probably been separated for longer than this. We're just knowing now. And they probably get invites to parties together. And she wanted everybody to know, like, you know, don't invite fucking Simon and me <laughs> out. <laughs> Simon and me are, yeah, please We're stop. done. If you're going to send an invite, just send it to me, not Simon. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. That's the first thing you think about. Like, probably just want people to know because this was going on in her life, but you like, don't be inviting us to the same shit because it's going to be awkward. Oh, but no, shit. that's true because somebody I was talking to was actually going through a separation. And prior to me knowing about the separation, I kept like, you know, when people are married, you lump them together. Yeah, you know and how is so, so, so. So you were like, oh, you and so-and-so probably had a great weekend at so-and-so. And I honestly, I could tell she was like, hey, so I just want to tell you right now, we not together no more. I want to tell you this because people keep, it's just like you going through all this pain at home yeah. and people keep lumping y'all together. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's hard, but let me just get this out there. Exactly. So I don't feel like that's being dumped on me. When fucking Offset was cheating on Cardi B, I felt like yeah. I was in the middle. I felt like I was in the middle. I'm like, I don't know what y'all should do. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you felt like their relationship relied on your public opinion. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yo, I really don't want to have a opinion. 
opinion. I ain't need to know because you look, y'all got back together anyway. So it's just like y'all could have kept it to yourself. Like keep it to yourselves. True. Keep it if, to yourself. Unless you have a representative say one thing and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Well, like Channing Tatum and his wife. Listen, we love each other, but we have decided to uncouple. And like now, again, stop. Don't be inviting us nowhere. Don't be making no big deal if you see me kissing somebody else. It's just we aren't together anymore. It's nothing, nothing we could do. But anyway, mm-hmm. I am looking forward to the music. Um, I, I just, uh, I, I know it's going to be really, really great. Even and it's going to be helpful to her ultimately. True, I feel it's like- not like we just going to benefit from it. She probably that pen is probably hot and ready. Yeah, she ready to get that shit out. Exactly. Ooh. All right. So moving on in to the sunken place, please, please. We have put a section of Twitter <laughs> that has been. Uh, Black Twitter have tried, have collectively called this uh, the gluten-free black. (laughs) All right. And it's no shade to people with actual gluten sensitivities. Understand that. But this is the new way to elevate. It's not bougie blacks. Because, you know, the bougie blacks are our aunties that we love and get along with. Also, like, a lot of y'all too young to be feeling like this. Yeah. (laughs) Like, fucking loosen up. But the gluten-free blacks are just the complainers. Like, all right, so there's this picture on Instagram of this uh, little girl getting her hair washed in the uh, sink. And this is the picture right here. Okay, because I didn't see the picture. Okay, so it's like, if anybody sees this picture, it's like, First of all, this look way better than what happened when I was a kid. Cause, but my mom used to lay me down like this. She would move all the seasonings. <laughs> well, first of all, I would be laid and face forward. You that's what happened when forward. I got older. And that's just, I, and I used to have to, my mom used to give me like a towel to cover my eyes because I used to be like, I can't see. I can't see. Because oh water God. used to, I, I can't breathe my water going in my mouth, in my face. I was bad with getting my hair washed. But that's because, and the only reason why I had to start bending over is because I got tall as hell. My mom's like, she can't fit here no more. Like, she, she got to bend over like a grown-ass woman and wash well, Me her and hair. my mom the same height, so. Uh-uh. I was like four years old. My mom's like, sis, you got to stand up and, um, and bend over. And I was scared of water getting in my face. Anyway, this little girl's like laying on her back and her like near the kitchen sink, and her mom is like washing her hair. So the uh, the bougie blacks are gluten-free blacks. gluten-free blacks are gonna say, and you're washing your um her hair in the kitchen sink with vomit emojis and say, ew, why in the kitchen though? And then someone else goes, Why you wash hair and do your child's damn hair in the damn kitchen? First of all, all right. I don't know what household y'all was raised in, yeah. but outside of just washing hair in the kitchen, where do y'all get your hair pressed and curled at? Because for me, it was <laughs> right next to the stove. Now, yeah. also, um, I literally just when I was in college, that's when I was like, because I thought washing your hair in the t- like in the um, shower was, was for, for white, white people, mm-hmm. and so I just started doing that when I was in college. Because when I went home, my mom knew what it's hitting for. We getting right in that sink. Right. Is yeah, and the same like if I'm washing my little cousin's hair, I'm gonna go clear out the clear out the uh clear out the food and do it. And I just don't understand like. People don't like you think that you're cleaner for thinking it's disgusting to wash your hair in the kitchen sink. Like you don't have hair on your head that's constantly falling out around you. Also, one of my pet peeves, I hate when people act like you can't clean stuff. Like I feel like I hate people. You know what I'm talking about? Like people think yeah. that something's forever dirty, like it's forever marked. That's what I'm saying. Like usually you have And like I'm a like, stopper. y'all never washed our hands and you got shit on your hands and you had to wash. Um, so what? Okay. Leah, that's another example. 
but, an extreme example. But at the end but of the you know day, yeah, like it's just like they try to detach themselves from being human by trying to be super clean, in my opinion. And I'm like, life is not super clean, and it's not fair to make people feel weird for doing regular shit. I was like, you're, y'all are weird as hell. Like it'd be something like it's like this <laughs> one guy was talking to me about how he don't like girls to pass gas around them, and I'm like, well, at the end of the day. It's, it's, they still gotta fucking do it like you know how I am about gas like I will get up I'll yeah. walk away do whatever I have to do but I don't like when people make you feel weird for doing something that's human like if you belch or if you get sick it's like you it's y'all just you're human first everything else falls right underneath all mm-hmm. these personas that you're trying to you know connect with are second like when somebody walk in the bathroom be like ew it smell like poop I it's like hey where that. i supposed to shit at if i can't shit here like where yeah that just makes me so mad I, I just i hate it just people trying to be hyper clean and hyper this and it's like listen i robot i don't know about you but we do things just like on a on a, a traditional black basis in my household. Yeah. And that means I remember like sometimes my little brother used to be washed in the sink. Like that's just how we used to do it. You clean, yeah. you sterilize. I, got, I feel like everybody got a baby picture in the sink. And, and I think that it says so much about the state of your home and your cleanliness when you think that that's dirty. It's like, do you not clean your kitchen enough? Do you just keep things in your sink? Because for me, once I clean, it's like a brand new kitchen again. Exactly, because when I was younger, because well, I think my mom still washed her hair in the sink. Mm-hmm. And so you wash the dishes first. Yep. And then after that, you clean out the sink, take the hair. If it's like you have hair a little stopper in there. Exactly. Yep. You take that out and then you wash the sink. You sure. And then sometimes... Um, some people I know they had that mat in the sink. Mm-hmm. We don't have it in our sink anymore, but we used to put like the mat. But actually, we got like this um this metal thing in the sink, like the you, rack. Yeah. yeah, the rack. We put it back in the sink. Absolutely, and it's like ta da, it's done. And I think like specifically in our community, I'm so lost as to why this is. I think that they wash their hair too. They just trying to front for social media. But Um, I think like traditionally in a black home, the kitchen, like kitchen table talk for me means not just eating and talking in the kitchen, but so many conversations happen while you're getting your hair done. Like I've done my hair so much in the kitchen and my mom was like doing one thing. Like obviously if she's cooking, she's like, okay, Iman, get out the kitchen with that hair because it's hair flying around everywhere and I'm cooking. But yeah, like, the kitchen and, and beauty for me are like one because a lot of my regimens, like the olive oil, the coconut oil, back in the day before I was vegan and I put like eggs and like honey and stuff like that in my mm-hmm. hair, that's all, it's all one. It's like, that's how beauty should be. You shouldn't, it shouldn't be so separate because it should be kind of like natural. It, yeah, I'm about to say, because if you could put it in your on your face and your hair, you should be able to put it in your body. For the most I mean, part. not saying that I'm fucking like drinking so, sh- shampoo moisture. smoothies. Yeah, yeah, you have like a conditioner not. smoothie. Yeah. That's so funny. But yeah, fuck people who think that they just like, they just try to come off clean. Like, go love yourself. Like, why do you need like people? Me. I just hate an ill, I just hate an ill ass bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just hate like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like you were saying, I don't eat everybody potato salad. Yeah. Ass bitch. Like, all right, then like, don't. Exactly. Nobody's begging you, Geraldine, but your big ass, you gonna eat it yeah, anyway. Yeah, and it's always the biggest auntie in the building who cooked that cornbread because, yeah, I don't be eating. I'm like, yeah. well, your waistline don't show that you selective. I'm going to be honest with you, sis. Period, poo. <sighs> oh, my God. Somebody I know always used to vocalize how they only eat strawberry shortcake from one place. And I'm like, okay. 
I have my strawberry shortcake from Denise's that I used to get before I was vegan. And I love it when other people don't want anise because that means more for me. So why do you feel like you have to keep telling me that you don't want to eat it? I didn't even offer it to you. Oh my so God. stop That's fucking so telling me. Annoying. I only eat strawberry shortcake. Then fucking go get on the bus and get it. Like, I don't know what to tell you. That's so That's annoying. not where this is from. I hate that. And it's just like, what do you think? You're elite now because you don't like. Shit, I eat fried rice from everywhere. Damn near. And if there Mom's is, don't got eggs in it. And if it is something selective where I'm like, yo, I only eat that. I just don't eat it, you know. And I think being yeah. vegan, we're just so used to not really eating literally almost anything <laughs> at other people's homes yeah. that you just you respectfully decline and don't be like, oh no, I only eat mm. like who cares, like honestly, who cares about you that I much? really only it's only. Like bagels from I only like bagels from certain places, but I'm not gonna like a big stink out of it. Somebody like oh like you know if a coworker already get me breakfast, or something, I only like Wegman bag fresh, <laughs> fresh unbagged. I'm not gonna make a big deal. I'm just gonna say no, thank you. Yeah, it's that easy. It's that simple. We don't want to hear your preferences unless you know I'm trying to just get to know you as a person and you tell me what your favorites are. But outside of that, please keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Um, yeah, moving on in. To common senses. Ah. Wow. Okay. That felt so good. People who assume that women are emotional. Oh my gosh. Yes. This is, we were just talking about this. So this is so fucking annoying. And this is like why I really like shoot my shot with like certain people. Um, so this always fucking happened to me. And I also, I feel like it happens because on top of me being a woman, I'm a thicker girl. So some niggas be thinking, oh, like she probably don't get a lot of chances. Yep. The thing is, I be getting so much dick that like I be having <laughs> to turn down niggas. I'm like, I don't want to fuck up my pH balance today. But <laughs> anyway, so um, this happened to me like twice this year. So first, this fucking guy. Um, I kept on seeing him, like, weird black guy, cool hair. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, he's my mall crush, whatever. My coworkers said something to him. Um, was like, oh, like, you know, she likes, um, like, this girl that works here. You know, she has a crush on you, blah, blah, blah. So one of my coworkers got his, my num- his number for me. I texted him, like, hey, you know, what's up? He texted me this long-ass shit talking about how he, um... You know what? Fuck it. I got a podcast. Let me see if I can find this text message. Yeah, and I like hold you over while you are looking. He's for that. okay. I found, oh, okay, it. You found it. Yep, real real quick. So I said, I sent him a picture. I said, Hey, is I said, Hey, bleep, it's Sabria from Bleep. This is what I look like because he didn't see me. Yeah. Um, and then he said, Hey, um, Sabria, you got some real friends. They came looking for me. I said, I know that's so sweet of them. LOL. Sorry if that creeped you out. I was shy. LOL. He said good morning sorry i'm so late i closed yesterday and tapped out when i got home but i just wanted to be real up front i'm single but i'm i recently i guess uh quotations talking to somebody else and i'm no jerk or anything so i don't want to lead anybody on it's nothing serious but also not a situation i want to get weird because she also works in the mall i hope this ain't too drawling especially on today but i wanted to be real he said especially on today because it was valentine's day um when i say that i just wanted to fuck this man um (laughs) went too far he really thought that I was going to give a fuck. Yeah, and I, 
also like part of it is like what you were saying how because you're a woman they think you're emotional and because you're thicker they think that you are in a state of desperation for some type of affection but also in addition to that marry in their need to be a nice guy exactly despite (laughs) the fact that you were not nice when you knew for a fact that you were talking to somebody and it wasn't uncovered that he was actually in a relationship that's his bitch so yeah so you were halfway telling the truth halfway lying but because you're like Lawrence you're a fuck boy who thinks he's nice you want to play on me being emotional to be almost manipulative and because it was Valentine's Day I'm so sorry I'm like I did not think he was gonna be my fucking Valentine's I don't (laughs) care like I don't fucking he he thought you was gonna be there with a fucking rose in his mouth and some chocolates I, I did not care I just want some pipe and I got another one my fuck buddy I always talk about this he broke up he quote unquote broke up with me here's another text message he says sorry for uh, sorry for stringing you along in a very vague situation I don't think we should hook up anymore I'm working I'm going to have to focus on a project for the next six months you are still open um, if you're still open to being friends in the future maybe we can revisit that but for now I know I think we should stop seeing each other. It's not you. It's me. Oh, see, I that said, is where I would have chopped his motherfucking ears off. I said like, it's cool. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect response for a three. He was really on some Aaliyah stuff, writing a four-page letter. Shit, I'm like, literally. And the thing is, I don't want to drag him too much because he literally gave me the best dick I've ever had in my life. So see? you see me in his car. And your fucking business. Yeah, it is what it is. I forget. It you. is what it is. But on that note, that's just so fucking corny. And then that happened to me in high school before with this fucking nice guy. And then recently it happened to me, this boy who's a fucking delivery guy at our job, well, at my job, he, I was like, oh, he's cute. And then one of my coworkers was like, oh, like, you know, Sabria thinks you're cute, whatever. He, okay, he's black, a uh, surprise. I only like niggers. <laughs> he was like, um, he don't date black women. He only like white women. And he can't even tell a reason why he only date white women. Because he hates and himself. And then, yeah. then he going to say, true. then he going to say, um, Sabri is going to be really upset. And I love my coworkers who are my friends. They was like, no, she's not. Like, she doesn't give a fuck. And I'm like, thank you. I'm so glad that y'all Absolutely. know me. Because I'm not, I, like, I really, like, maybe me, like, years ago, I'd have been like, oh, strumming my pain. But yeah. now, I and just. And that's just being a teenager, yeah, you know? Yeah, I do not give a fuck. Like, me now, I don't give a fuck. Like, once again, I'm like, it's so hard to just, like, find, like, when I was younger, I feel like it was much easier to find people who just casually fuck or whatever. But, like, niggas really be thinking you be getting attached to them and all this shit like that. I'm like, no. Who are you? You know, I don't, you don't have shit. Exactly. And it's like. Well, I, I will fuck your brother, like for real. <laughs> what I get most upset about is that I feel like no matter what, you can never really successfully illustrate how much you don't give a fuck because uh, masculinity has really programmed these niggas' skull to be so thick <laughs> that they really do believe that everything you're saying is just like, oh, she's trying to be strong. It's like, no. What do I have to do to show you that I don't care (laughs) about you? And I actually, I don't want that to be my image either. Somebody who's trying to prove to people how much they don't give a fuck. Does it seem like you actually do? Yeah. So that's 
like, why, what do you do? It's very frustrating. So what I try to do is just let silence be my friend. And it's like, when you do some shit that I don't like, I just like, and I disappear. I'm telling you, like, there's this one guy, he was on my top for like almost a damn calendar year. And like, right after he was talking to me, he popped up with a girlfriend who was white, right? I thought it was a joke. I just was like, whatever, she boy. She ugly as shit. Find yourself. Like, Period. And like, like, I hope y'all happy, whatever the case may Iman be. Iman was very nicer about it than I. Yeah, because I just didn't care. And it was so funny. Because I was like, disgusting. It was like somebody that I had been talking to. And then after I saw that, I was like, okay. And just no more thoughts about this person enter my brain. No more thoughts about this person enter my brain. But, you know, let uh, let men tell it, oh, like, the, how did that make you feel? No way. Because in this day and age of speed dating, speed talking, the accessibility that social media and these apps bring to us, it's really, 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 I mean, this is good and bad. It's really, really not that uncommon to find somebody that you hit it off with and then them ghosts disappear mm-hmm. or one detail to just turn you off so much mm-hmm. that you like, ooh, you not for me. And it, that's just one of my, like, nine uh, negotiables. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to hit it off anymore. Mm-hmm. So you can't really care about everybody in your life. And I think that most people get that, but there are some men, it is so egotistical to me to just assume that because we were talking, I care about you. I had to tell a guy that last night. Exactly. And, like, also, it's like, it's almost like you get the feeling that they're looking through you like yeah. they don't see it's like you a ghost and they're like they don't they're not hearing they're not like comprehending. what's not clicking what's, what's not, not clicking, clicking? <laughs> literally what's not clicking it's like i have showed you who i am and you still believe i'm this this one person now that's not saying i don't want people to be sensitive to my feelings but you can't be sensitive to what i don't have i don't got no feelings for you so it's like what are you talking find out if i got feelings for you before you try to protect exactly. my feelings for you exactly and that's why i'm so happy that i feel like the city girls are a champion for people like us because they really well and their, their music is like i don't give a fuck and I'm like I felt like that I've been feeling like that for a fucking while and I'm like niggas will not let me just fuck in peace like y'all always gotta bring this shit that's why when people start talking about oh Megan Thee Stallion too but when people start talking that stuff about how great friends with benefits are I'm like have you ever been in a friends with benefits situation it's always complicated I'm sorry it's not it's not ever going to remember, be simple. I think it's on Facebook. Remember on Facebook, like, you could put your relationship status and it'd be like, it's complicated. <laughs> now I know what niggas was talking about. This is <laughs> the shit niggas was talking about. No, it's complicated. It really is a move. And that's why I'm like, yo, I am <clears throat> done. I'm done with the friends with benefits thing. It's so annoying. It's cause never. Because the thing is, and we've both, like, we had, like, some side. I'm like, oh, like, my friends with benefits. The only thing is, like, with my friends with benefits, it's like, I don't drive. So he had to, like, drive like a long time and I'm like ooh like I guess I got that <laughs> that yank cause that nigga was driving he was driving to and fucking a girl fro. has the yank the girl has the yank he was driving to and fro to pick me up and I was like okay this is good like also like he gave me the best thing ever and like I never would hit him up though I, like he would always like message yeah. me cause also he like I knew he was like busy and I wasn't working that many hours then so I'm like alright like I'm on his time yeah um and it was good until he fucking sent that message. But, like, I'm a dumb bitch. And, like, I just looked up his number on this thing. And he still got the same number. So, like, I'm probably going to text him. But, Because, uh, <laughs> like, that wasn't really that personal. It wasn't that bad. I, and I like, honestly do think. Roll. I think he was just trying to be respectful. Because you guys I do were, appreciate it. Yeah. Um, instead of, like, you know, just, like. 
oh, like, you know, as the young kids say, ghosting. But it's just like, it's in that category of who the fuck do It was just that are? language. It was this, just the that language. language. This vague honestly, thing that we though, have going on. You know what it is. We fucking each other. We eating each other's asses. All right. All right. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> we got it. When you said fucking each other, that was, that was enough. But, um, <laughs> ew, ew. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, like I, I definitely done played a game like that with a friends with benefits before when I tried to break up with them. But it's of, <laughs> honestly, it's because I wanted them to fight for me, and it worked. So, Eva, you're sick. <laughs> I was like, I, I, was I like, like, know you got somebody else. So I think that you should just focus on her. I saw a little girl in your Snapchat. She was cute too. I was being so smart. I'm like, she was cute. Y'all look like a cute couple. Maybe you don't need me. What you need me for? He's like, no. Like I do need you. Like that wasn't like I'm like oh you need me so that means that's why like, I was like you don't need friends because you like to play like nee, nee, nee. no nee. I know I'm I'm older now I'm older and I'm wiser yeah, so are. that's a little different that was like and also that was like one of my first like friends with benefit experience so I definitely think I was overlapping I, it's like I did not like I didn't want to be with him but I still You're felt just yeah um but even now i don't have that anymore yeah like, you don't have i don't it. have that because when you was doing i'm like Iman, just fucking fuck and be like whatever yeah i really don't care and i feel bad because people it's always the opposite it's always niggas like yo i miss you i want to talk to you I oh see. my tell oh brother oh, that's another thing they that's like another and fucking I, I, thing. I always feel like it's performance art i never feel like it's real i always feel I'm like it's performance <laughs> art um, I feel like all these niggas go to Juilliard because no, I feel like, like it is. It's like you like, yeah. And you be mouthing it with them. You be like, and I really care about you as a person. And I really just you like, you, like, you don't. You could still beat. You ain't gotta talk all that shit. Like I was gonna let you be regardless. Okay, I know, like you don't you, have to lie to me. It's fine. And, and it's making cringe. me dry with That's that. That's what I'm saying. That you turning me off being corny when I really like somebody who just like. Let's just say I'm friends with Bella. I said friends with benefits. Who the hell am I? Cookie as shit. Our friends with benefits situation snowball into something that's bigger, like a relationship. Who's gonna be opposed to somebody that you already sleeping with and you like becoming your boyfriend, right? Yeah. Problem yeah, is, one person do not like another person, or one person is not ready for a relationship. But if if I really really felt something, I would go for it. I find it really hard to believe that one person can feel absolutely nothing and one person can be totally interested. <laughs> How? You aren't picking sometimes, up on the vibes. Sometimes people like when you ignore them and it's the weirdest fucking thing. I don't thing. get, I'm not. And I don't like that because it's like, like you, you said this before, that once I start giving you no attention, then you will start flaking on me and we're never going to be equal. Exactly. And it's like, because if, so if you turned on by being ignored, then that's not how I am when I'm in also, a relationship. Also, like, what kind of fucking mommy issues you fucking? Hey, I, I don't and also it irritates me like if I'm being completely transparent like look then you are nice however I'm just not feeling that vibe from us and I don't really understand how you it's are like, as a matter of fact again I think you're performing so how about we just stop doing what we're doing completely but you know um, I think it was like I forgot it was like Looney Tunes whatever you know how Peppy Le Pew was like mm. all on that like skunk yep. girl and she was like not fucking with it. Exactly. That's how I be feeling. All you niggas is fucking Peppy Le Pew. Yeah, and it's I'm like... I'm about to start rapping again. Trust me. You will know when I like you. Like, I just be wanting to let these guys know. Like, I'm... Even though some people still argue that they don't know when I like them, I feel like that's... I feel like... Somebody's you. lying. Eva, 
I feel, I feel like, like I'm being set up. <laughs> no, Yvonne, you be like, you be like, I'm here, so I like you. Like, yeah, because I'm. That's me trying. I showed up to the club. That's not. I'm, I'm standing next to you, Yvonne. I do that for niggas. I just want fuck. Now, see, I don't. I don't come but out. Everybody I don't, don't know come that. out. See, and that's my thing. You got to know me. I if I. If we just fucking, you won't even see me in public with that First nigga. Like, of all, at all. We, well, we in the in house. My, in my defense, if it's somebody that I know in public that I want to fuck. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know what I mean? But, um, Not like no internet. I think movie. I like that, but I would still like isolate myself because remember when we saw that one guy, um, Mr. Uh, camcorder um, tall uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, shoes. Yeah. When we saw him at- <laughs> I'm hollering. And when we saw him in public, I really was like, yo, we can't be seen next to you. I, I felt like, like everybody that. was like. <laughs> I did not like that at them, all. Them shoes were different. Well, I, I could not I get that different. out of my, That really upset me the whole night. <laughs> and that's why every since then, like, I be trying to like, because he's so nice. And I'm like, them shoes, though. I did not like it. That was me. Fucking Sperry's can't do with them things. I did things. not like them shoes. I'm sorry. Those really upset me. I don't like shoes that remind me. They feel like they smell like, like leather car seats. Like... <laughs> What the fuck you never the car seat? You never said I picture the car seat being like the leather Real sticky the like the like um cowboy boots is man. Like not comfy. <laughs> like oh hard and shit. Some sweaty. I feel like no matter what time of year it is, like those I just, shoes will like be sweaty it. as hell. And I feel like that was a disrespect to me. <laughs> it was. It really was a person. Because when I saw it, I was like, because I think I pointed it out to you. You did. I, I was like, I froze. I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. And I'm about to say this is your fault. Because if I did, if you didn't know him, I would never look at his shoes. <laughs> so long story short, like we saw one of my friends benefit, and his shoes were so hideous. They looked <laughs> like fucking canoes. Like they were just so leather <laughs> fucking cigarette leather cigarette boxes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and the confidence the confidence cause the outfit was cool I know look down that shit fucked me up and bro. I didn't notice it cause you know what I just didn't look down cause I was like you know like cause the fit I look, I, you always look down in niggas shoes because, I do and like that's good you need a friend because sometimes I be trying to figure the face out I'm like I be trying to figure out the face cause I'm like mm, can we even go on from here but you always have my back with the shoes but also like you just you you think in your mind the fit is cool, so you know the shoes is gotta cool. be cool, right? But that's where people <laughs> that really draws the line between people it who do, can dress thing, and can't. Exactly, because the thing is, you can have an outfit that, for instance, like how you know how Kanye West would dress, but the shoes be cool. So you like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. You got sweatpants on, but you got some nice shoes. But there those shoes, not okay. They weren't. They were very offensive. Not on my watch. But, like, back to uh, just assuming that women are dramatic or, like, it's also manipulative when guys, like, when you're, like, just doing something casual and they're just trying to like be like no I actually really really like you they think that that's going to make you feel better about yourself mm-hmm. they don't even truly mean it it's like no that don't work treat women like individuals okay don't assume that because I'm a woman I want certain things or exactly. I need certain things or I can't survive without a certain amount of affection approach me on an individual basis <coughs> case by fucking case yeah, I'm that, not like that I'm not I feel like that recently happened to me but like honestly I don't give a fuck I just was like intrigued with this person because they were so fucking gorgeous and 
Um, he pretended to like me, and I think that nigga went back to Africa. And when he come back, I'm fucking getting him deported. Period. Oh, God. Damn, I just got hungry as hell. Like, you ever had that happen? Like, yeah, hunger just I'm hit you? I'm thirsty as fuck. You want my water? Sure. I'm breathing in a freeway. Just me and my baby. <laughs> That's trying to be my move all summer, yo. Yeah, if you With open whom? your fucking mouth. I don't just, like, I'm really, I kind of want to take a deeper dive into that because, like, I don't understand what I need to do more. Like, I already tell people when I first meet them, yo, the more I like you. You think your eyebrows, you think your eyebrows talk for you? Um, okay. But I tell people, (laughs) the more I like you, the shyer I am. So, you need to do some work, but I'm willing to work with you. However, don't be turned off by the fact that, like, I'm quiet. Because the thing is, when I'm talking a lot, that means I don't give a fuck about you for real, for real. That means, like, oh, I'm just myself. Like, it's fine. Like, you just any other nigga. But when I get quiet and start, like, getting giggly and not dancing and be like, no, you go. What? No, you say it. That's so funny to me. That's when I like the you. More, like, why don't every, <laughs> the more I, I like somebody, the grosser I get. No, I'm the like, more I like. my toes. Uh, no, I'm like, <laughs> you have to really, really, I, I become, I hate the person I become because I literally go right back to like fourth grade Iman when I like somebody. That's so cute. Like, it's kind of cute in theory, but when you can't talk around people, you be like, yo, or I talk wrong? for you. I'm like, she like you, nigga. See, that's going to make me even more embarrassed. Don't say that, I'm per right. se. Iman got a crush. Uh-huh. Well, the next, I won't, probably won't have a crush until like seven years from now, so... <laughs> Then I hopefully by then I can like my medication could just get me going and I can yes, be better. Also, like I feel like it will help like what helped me, I know, is like being and it wasn't really a relationship with, you know, with a person with a box head. <gasps> being in a situation. Yeah. Toothless. Mm-hmm. No, not toothless. Um, sorry, I'm not saying that anymore. I'm gonna take that back because we've um I'm at peace with that situation. Oh, so, so. I can't call names more? Um do what you will. Okay, cool. But um, no, I'm talking about um, boxhead, um, dummy. That's everybody dated. <laughs> <laughs> That's your whole category. I'm That's your whole, your whole catalog. <laughs> no, um, you know who Ray I met. Ray Sherman? Yeah, who, <laughs> say, who I met at the Swaley. club. <laughs> Swaley. Um, Sorry. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, being with this person helped me unwind because we was just so gross around each other like i'm talking being like this nigga on the toilet i'm in the bathroom i'm on the toilet he showering stuff like that it's just like i I get what you're saying um, that helped me be like oh that that was the first my first exposure is to I can be myself and if you like me you like me if you don't I know I hear all that and you know when I was with uh Mr. Newborn Face, uh, it really did help me too. Just kind of like just having non-sexual intimacy really, really pushed yeah. that forward for me. So yeah, I mean, it's just going to take some time. Yeah, and I tell people like once I get there, I'm very open and honest about how I feel. But like, yeah. I just be like on some like real, I'm just quiet when I like people. Like it's so weird. Like, I'll have a conversation with you, but I'm like shy. Like, I don't know what's appropriate. You know, I just don't know what's appropriate. Just how you talk to me. No, I don't know what's appropriate for them to ask me. Like, when I like somebody and then all of a sudden they start talking about sex, my mind goes to, okay, well, they just want sex for me. And so many other people are like, no, girl, like, when somebody like you and they talk about sex, that means because 
they want to have sex with you because they like you. But I don't have sex with people I like usually. So yeah. that's why it's just like a disconnect <laughs> for me. Like usually people I have sex with is people I don't care about and yeah. I could throw them away. So when yeah. somebody I like is talking to me about sex, I'm like, are you going to throw me away? Like, I don't know. It's just like, but that's why I'm, y'all, I'm being celibate and... I'm really trying to connect, you know, and see what's going on because I clearly have an issue with just like intimacy. So I'm just like, I've been celibate for a minute now, and I'm <laughs> literally a minute. Shut up. Uh, I'm, I'm working on it, and I don't know how long this will go. Not that I'm gonna share when it's over, but it's just what I, I think. I think it'll work. It sounds like it'll work. Wow, you really are laughing at me right now. I'm telling you, crack your fuck up. Like, what's funny? Cause you kept on going. Like, you really try to prove yourself. You said, "I think it'll work." <laughs> no faith. Why are you talking? you just kept on talking. I'm like, all right, like it's okay. You just kept on because you don't believe me, and the, you don't believe me. No, you got this smug ass impression. You like rubbing your thighs. I'm talking like, oh, okay, another you said, phase. You said, mm-hmm. I think it'll work. <laughs> I felt like a white woman trying to fix her marriage. <laughs> That's why I think I'm laughing. That's why white women, what they they wits fucking in. He's like, yeah, me and Hank have gone through it, but you know what? I bought a teddy, a lace teddy from uh. <laughs> It's always from somewhere super lame to get lingerie. I got it from JC Penny from Hobby Lobby. <laughs> I got you it from I got it from Lularoo, and um, it'd be like a uh, it'd be like a short set to say wine down with like two wine cups on it, and that's their lingerie. You like, girl, you ain't getting nobody back for that nut ass fucking sleep sleepwear. Ooh, but yeah, that's it for this week. I'm I'm done talking because I'm just gonna keep trying to convince everybody about my celibacy. So yeah, <laughs> done for me. Um, anything else for you? Um, I would just like to say, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> what the fuck you got to say? Shit. Well, never mind. <laughs> I'm so no, I was about to say forgiveness is great. Oh, <laughs> tea, big tea. It is. I definitely. Um, I finally made peace with my ex and I said I wish you well and I felt a weight lift off my shoulder and ever since then actually I have been happier same I actually I mean not happier about like financial stuff but <laughs> it's it just you don't know it's weighing on you and yeah, because you just feel like you're fine because your default is feeling shitty so when you do something to make you feel better you go like, oh my god and I, I could like, felt like this all that time the first time you reached out to me I didn't say it because I didn't mean it but this time I really fucking meant it Yep, and I did something I don't usually do. I reached out to the person who hurt me to tell them how I felt, and I felt really, really good. Told about you it. that was the shit. Yeah, it, it, you did. You've been saying it, but That's you know my shit, stubborn bro. ass. I love ghosting and just shutting down. But as you get older, shit get more complicated. You can't do that all the time. Yeah. You just can't. You have to be real, real careful with who you decide to just not. Oh, it, it's just it's it's fucking dicey. Exactly. So everybody, I want I want um, our listeners to. I mean, I'm not saying like forgive somebody that's saying crazy as shit to you. And but if like, you're not ready, if don't you're not ready, home. yeah. But if you feel like you're ready, our your homework is to forgive somebody or not not let go or let, let them know go. how you yeah let it go let, put it out there. If you really like, damn, I, I really want to tell them how I feel, but I'm afraid to seem a weak. Fuck it, it's you're not weak. Or if you feel weak, <laughs> it's sometimes that's healthy too. Let and then it out. and then email us or write us and tell us what you did. And how did you feel after it? Yeah. Um, and we'll post it. We'll take any amount of it. But Absolutely. like, 
you know. Or some know. advice on, like, if you advice. have advice, like, how should I approach this? Like, we want to do some, like, listener letter stuff, so. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, so that's it for this week. Everybody have a good week. Hopefully the weather stays beautiful. Yes. Hopefully y'all be just forgiving people and moving on and glowing up and just being positive. Yep. Love you guys. Bye. Peace.